This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe. New outside bar, now open on match days. Ladies and gentlemen, and a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm Lord Hillsborough, and with me at the moment, I'm, I'm on my own. Um, the first part of this evening's proceedings all went wrong, um, so the introductions are missing. But let me please rest you assured that um, we have Victoria on the line. Hello! And we have uh, Mr Hoyland on the line. Hello! And um, there was some hilarity that was spoken throughout this first little bit. Unfortunately, we've lost the chuffer. So, um, <laughs> after all that loveliness happened, uh, we started having a little chat about the Huddersfield game and uh, Mr Hoyland set us off with this. Almost Im- immediately um, have half the team seemingly get injured in the first five, <laughs> ten minutes. Um, honestly, I was kind of fearing the worst. It, it felt like one of those games where Wednesday were going to underperform and, you know, we'd, we'd concede a goal uh, fairly early on. We'd, we'd make a bit of a comeback, but fairly ineffectual and we'd end up losing 2-0. That's honestly how I felt after about 15, 20 minutes. I thought that was the way it was going to go. Uh, but then uh, we were pleasantly surprised. And you know what? It felt quite a lot like the sort of performances that we put in away from home last year, where uh, a lot of teams came at us early on. Uh, we weathered the storm. We were we were very solid and we came back at them and, and kind of got our rewards later on in the game. You know, whether it was fitness, whether it was that little bit of extra class, uh, but we grew into the game. And, uh, you know, by the time that we scored, I think the wind was blowing in, you know, only in one direction. I can't imagine at that point that, even if we hadn't scored, that Huddersfield would, would have been able to keep us out because we, you know, we started to we, we'd started to really impose ourselves on on the game. And if I'm and I'm being completely fair to Huddersfield, they are a good side, and I can't imagine they're going to be struggling this season. But 
it really was a situation where our class shone through in the end. And, uh, you know, for me, that was all that mattered. You know, you, there were no great goals. Uh, there was no ridiculously good football, but we ground out a result. And, and a winner from a penalty was probably what we deserved. Uh, you know, three points, five wins from seven. Yes, thank you. We'll take that, you know, back down to Sheffield and, and then move on to the next one. We were very extraordinarily close to an absolute belter of a goal from Fessy, weren't we? A massive, massive clearance lofted upfield. It must have almost left the atmosphere. And when it came back down, Fessy's control, that first touch, he just pulled oh. it out of the air. It was amazing first touch. We've not seen that from play for a long time. My lord, those couple of inches always make a difference, don't they? And that was the issue on I shall take your word for that, my darling. Um, and there speaks a subject matter expert. <laughs> it's not always about the length, but the girth as well. And unfortunately, after that wonderful take I crossed down, that off my notes. <laughs> it was the girth of the post, absolutely. It was the girth of the post that caused the issue. And I'm, I was so, so disappointed that didn't go in because it would have been... Amazing. We'd have been talking about that for years and years and years. And oh, it was so frustrating. Uh, we had other chances as well, of course. We've had a, a header that just sort of didn't quite reach him from a, a, an open net, if you like. Um, but um, one of the things that we, we haven't spoke about for a while, which we used to waffle on about every single week, was the Westwood performance as well. Because Westwood made some cracking, cracking saves again, didn't he? He was brilliant, wasn't he? He just shone last weekend. Like... Everyone else played great, don't get me wrong, like we won and everything else, but he was just unbelievable. And for once, I don't think it was the fault of the defence as such that, as such, that made... <laughs> Stuart oh, Vanilla's back! Yes, yes, as yes, such. Yes, yeah. But I don't think it was actually their fault for once. I think we were just playing a really good side. Um, I don't think that it was like it has been for a few weeks, give or take, in that like Westwood has had to save everything and panic and come out and do his job. I think he actually, he did really, really well and he made some brilliant saves that proves why he is the guy that he is and why he earns the money that he does and why he's played and been where he has been. Because on on Saturday, I think he, uh, Sunday, Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Sometimes, Sunday. I've worked every day, I don't know. Um, but I think he really, really showed like back to old school Westwood again, um, which old we'll come Westwood. to, but I feel like it, I feel like we'll come to it. Um, but it has been, it's been a long time coming and whether or not that crushed him for tonight, I don't know. Um, but he did, he did come back as the old school well, Westwood that we do remember. And he pulled off some great saves. That's the first time in a while that I've heard the phrase <laughs> old school Westwood and not had uh, some DJ going, yeah, drop the ball. <laughs> the big dog is in the house. Old school Westwood. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> no, you're, abs you, you're absolutely right. There. And you know what? I think it's almost like um, the, uh, the, the, something that we, we, di we didn't say before tonight is that I think if all of us kind of sat down and thought about it, um, He's not had a brilliant season so far. He hasn't been the Westwood of last year. And he's had a pretty shit defence in front of him though, hasn't he? Let's yeah, no, be honest. Tom Lees has gone to shit. Yeah. He's, and... he's had to do something very different this year yeah. from what he did last year. But 
it's in it great to see him back doing what he did last year. And so I think we can conclude that he's not fallen off. There may be some changes in front of him that we need to address, but Westwood is still the man yeah. and he's going to deliver for us when we need him to. Westwood! Yeah! Brat, 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 pow, pow, pow! Coming to you live on a Sunday night on Radio 1. But one of the things that, that Westwood has, I think, possibly missed is Mr. Padil um, to his left-hand side. Unfortunately, that is one of the things that almost happened when it came to uh, that goal, when the, the shot came him off. Uh, is it a chap called Van Parrot or something ridiculous like that? Um, it sort of bounced off Padil. Um, Westwood was going the wrong way. He saved it with legs. Sorry, sorry. There. If you're going to call him Van Parrot, you've got to call him Poodle. <laughs> it's a veritable zoo on the pitch that day. Uh, and the, the relief on Westwood's face, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen it as well, but when he turned around and they just... That was brilliant, wasn't it? That was awesome. There were two great moments in that game, and I'm sure we'll come to the second one shortly. But that was one of the best moments ever. They just cut in and he was like, you fucking bastards. Like, you could just see it on his face. Like, 100% was like... <laughs> Saved your ass there, knobhead. Wasn't it? <laughs> like, 100%. <laughs> now, of course, possibly the best moment to come from that game, of them all, Mr. Wallace. Having a What a look. legend. And do you know what? Do you know the best thing was? Like, we'll get onto the video in a minute. But when we tweeted about it and everyone was talking about it, there were so many other clips came up of Wallace with his bants during the game that I'd almost forgotten because it was during such a pinnacle time and such an exciting time to be a Wednesday fan that you almost forgot about those bits. But there were so many that people were retweeting of stuff that he'd done that was just hilarious. Absolute king of banter. And yeah, You know what? I, I think it's the measure of a man, isn't it, that... He, he was there, and he, a lot of the stuff that we remember came at kind of the sharp end of last season as well, didn't it? How ice cool is that guy that even when he is, you know, scoring absolutely vital goals for us or, you know, he's, he's creating stuff in the middle of the park, he's attacking on the flank, he's got so much stuff to think about. And yet, in a split second, he managed to come up with some of the funniest stuff that you've ever seen on a football pitch. <laughs> He must have ice in his veins. Either that or literally doesn't care about football. He's just trying to, he's going to, he wants to play football long enough that someone spots him and gives him a job presenting, you know, the wall on BBC or Pointless or something like that. He's an absolute legend. I'd love to see him present the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Bring Bring on the the Westwood! (laughs) (laughs) It'd just be like this massive circle that you can't possibly move around. That's Kieran Westwood. Uh, the other thing, of course, uh, 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 about that particular incident is our lovely, fantastical uh, video editing superstar, Mr. Richard Tissenden, and uh, his own little take on what was on that note as well. If you guys haven't seen that video, which, to be honest, if you're Wednesday night and you haven't, I'd be very, very surprised, because uh, on Facebook, essentially, as we speak at the moment, it's been viewed about 45 and a half, uh, sorry, 45, 4.5 and a... 4.5 and a half. Let's start again, shall we? How many uh, times has it been viewed? <laughs> it's been viewed lots Stop and lots. Doing this to and me. lots and lots and lots of times over there on Facebook. Around about 4,500. Which is absolutely. No, it's got to be more than that. 45,000. 45,000. 25,000 million billion wow. times it's been viewed on Facebook. Hell. 
And I, tell I haven't you what, any money for that. It deserves every single one of it. If you haven't seen it and you're not one of the five bajillion people that have viewed that video, pop over to Facebook, have a little nosy. It is absolutely hilarious. Well done, uh, R3. Friend oh, of boy. the show, Chris Holt also put it in the start, didn't he? <laughs> well, surely <laughs> that uh, our, our editing genius can claim some kind of... Uh, um, uh, reward from the staff for, for using his bits and bobs to click on their bits. It can have a t-shirt from our shop, my lord. <laughs> and I believe it's on its way. <laughs> so yes. can, he, can he get hold of a complimentary Dom House and mask? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just thinking, ha- I'm I just think thinking Halloween's coming up. has got shitloads in his boot. So... <laughs> And if not, a James Selfie will do absolutely fine. Um, uh, of course, so after that, that one, because I must admit, I was a bit surprised that we'd be taking uh, points from Huddersfield in the manner that we did, which was brilliant. Huddersfield fans didn't seem too pleased, though, did they? There was some um, controversy at the time of if the penalty was a penalty, but after seeing the replays and everything, I don't think that anybody could possibly disagree there's with that. There's always going to be, though, isn't there? I mean, nobody gives away a penalty and says, oh, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, fair play, that's a penalty. Nobody does. Everyone always kicks off about it. But at the end of the day, yes, it wasn't It wasn't like he was using his arm to defend the ball. He didn't just hold his arms up, as we've seen tonight in the Barcelona match, I believe it was. Um, but nobody held their arms up. But at the end of the day, it hit his arm and it bounced out. So therefore, he stopped a goal-scoring opportunity. So you can't, you can't argue with it. Like, it's one of those things that at the time we'd all be like, oh, it was never a penalty. It was never a penalty. Did you agree? But actually, looking back, it really, really was. It was. And you can't fault it. And Fessy's penalty was brilliant as well. I thought it was a penalty at the time. It's it's nailed on. If you, you approach the ball with your arms up in the air and it hits your arms, it's a penalty. There's a reason why full-backs and centre-backs um, do that weird shuffle when they're inside the box, when they put their arms <laughs> behind their back, as if they're kind of half doing like a Boy Scout parade type thing. <laughs> it's because they know that if they're moving towards the ball and the ball hits them on the arm, it's going to be a penalty. So that's why they do it. So if you go full-on Kung Fu-style, uh, you know, jumping kick, as he did, it's going to be a penalty. So I can't even believe that it was controversial. I thought it was nailed on from the moment that, uh, that, that, it's, that it happened in real life. So... Um, yeah, and you're absolutely right, Vic. What a penalty from Fessy. Because, again, a player... That's so that, cool. Yeah, a player that's not in the greatest of form compared to last last season. It could quite He could quite easily have tried to force it, um, you know, tried to go for power and put it high and wide, or err on the side of caution and, and put it right down the throat of the keeper. But, uh, you, know, I, you know, again, ice in his veins. What an unbelievable penalty. And, and well-deserved. And it's one of the things that Huddersfield really don't like is Fessy because he always seems to do well against Huddersfield, doesn't he? Um, and, uh, historically. So uh, there was a rather lot of booze and jumping about and bits and bobs trying to put him off that uh, that shot. But uh, as you quite right to say, it was an absolute belter. It really, really was. One little thing, though. Has Fessy started cutting his own hair? Is this his new sort of I've got no money type protest thing? What's happened to his head? No, actually, my lord, I believe he shaved his head for the um, Haley's cancer appeal. Oh, I think that's what it was. So a couple of weeks ago, we saw him with like a number one, number two cut, which looked a bit weird. 
But now it started growing back and he looks like a little mole from the Sylvanian family. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, so I think... Cute. I think you might be right, though, Lord H, because it hasn't exactly grown back, ideally, or even regularly you'd expect by now he'd, he'd look like he'd look like the muff on vic's microphone or or the, the something on vic's muff. i can't work i can't work out which one but it would look it would look even and it doesn't it looks like he's had a little bit of a go and at shaping it perhaps with a not professional implement so like fessy if you're listening what, like barry banan <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. No, I would, I would suggest you. You know, you're well paid. Um, there, there's probably hairdressers all over the city of Steel who are ready to to sort you out. So, um, don't do it yourself. You know, by all means, bit of personal grooming, intimate if need be. But your hair, that's for everyone to see. Um, you go and get that done professionally. <laughs> Um, right then, ladies and gentlemen, so after all that came and went and, and was lovely and everybody was happy, um, then came this evening's match. Now, we do have to say that we're recording more or less right after the Cardiff game has finished. So, um, that, hence, that's why James isn't here, because he's off in Cardiff falling about and doing James-type things. Um, so, we apologise for that. Fudge is, well, it's fudge, isn't it? It could be anywhere. Literally, if you look under your table right now, there's a very strong possibility Fudge could be there. Um, so yes, I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's a very strong possibility that Fudge is under your table if you happen to be called uh, Lee Peacock. <laughs> Other than that, it's, it's probably or Rita Johnson if for that matter. He's under your table and your Lee Peacock is yeah. sweeping, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's under the table, sat cross-legged, but holding your coat in his arms. If you're Lee Peacock. <laughs> Bless him. Is he coming um, on? Is he, is he is he joining us, Fudgy? I just um, texted him. He hasn't replied. Well, there was a possibility well, no of Fudge coming on, <laughs> but then no doubt if he just comes on, he'll just appear out of nowhere and surprise us all with a lovely type Fudgy thing that Fudgies do. A bit weird. Um, <laughs> but no, of course, off down to Cardiff, and of course uh, down there we have Mr. Colin waiting for us, all happy and lovely. Um, but. Oh, the Colin tactics, I mean, the starter off card and just whipped one in straight from the blinking kickoff, didn't they? Yeah, ri- uh, ridiculous. And you know what? There's a, there's, a, there's a bit of me that says I actually quite like it when we're playing against Colin and I quite like it when, uh, when he thinks he's got the upper hand on us because that's when you see the, the Colin that we love to hate. You know, we've, we've, been, we've played against him in the past and when Wednesday go 1-0 up or even 2-0 up, he gets really mardy about it. And you don't see the Colin that we all love to hate. When he thinks that he's onto a winner, then he starts getting all arrogant Colin, little satisfied with himself Colin, little, aha, uh-huh. the same Colin that, that you know, that he, uh, he did an interview, didn't he, when he was manager at, at Bramall Lane, and he said he'd love, he'd love to be uh, manager at Wednesday and he'd sign a load of dickheads and take us down. You know, that, that kind of Colin where he feels really smug. So... I didn't mind too much that we were 1-0 down because we got to see that, Colin. And I didn't think that Cardiff had it in them to you know, to, to, to put us away. I honestly thought that we would get chances and we'd score goals. I was kind of hoping it'd be more than one, but such is life. Um, but yeah, a, li- a little bit annoying, though, to concede like that. But even before that, did you see right from the kickoff? 
They had a right go. And Westwood was at full Westwood full stretch <laughs> to tip that one aside, wasn't he? Do you think that was something that came from the players or something that came from the Colin? I know he used to he used to you know, preach football um, that Brian Clough would not have enjoyed. It, it was very much <laughs> lump it forward. But even Colin used to lump it forward to a striker. He didn't just lump it forward as a shot. So, uh, no, I don't, I I don't, I don't think that I, was it. I know this is controversial, but I really like Neil Warnock. I think he's someone that should be in football for a long time. I've always missed him when he's not in the league, when he's not around, because he's so interesting to watch. He's like, there's him and Ian Holloway. And like obviously, like Holloway loves us, so that's not an issue. Warnock hates us. But he's such a cool guy. Like, I remember about, gosh, probably about 15 years ago, no, 13 years ago, driving home from work, and I was in my car that had all Wednesday stuff, like, all over it, because I was desperate and a teenager, and he was in front of me, and he was swearing at me, he was beeping me, he was, like, doing all sorts of stuff. I was like, who the hell is this guy? But it was Neil Warnock, and I was like, you know what? What a guy. That is the exact type of thing that you would do if there's a blade behind you. And you saw the guy be like, I'm not letting you out. And I just thought, he's just, he's a classic old school manager. And I defy anybody in Sheffield. Yes, you might be a Wednesday fan or whatever, but he is the ultimate Sheffield bloke that manages a football team. He just happens to manage our opposite team. That's the only issue there. It really, really is. There's no other problem with him. He's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, he's enough. We'll say he's enough for today. He's enough. I was, I was uh, listening to another football podcast uh, earlier on today, actually. Uh, football Rambles, you probably heard of it. They're quite a lot bigger than we are. Um, and they had a, a bit of a, a calling story on there as well, where he was speaking to a, uh, a journalist who happened to be an Arsenal fan, and uh, he, he mentioned that, oh, well, he was having a bit of a dig about calling it was whilst he was at... Um, Palace and um, Colin eventually came back with, well, our Adam, he knows what he's speaking about when it comes to Arsenal, but he doesn't really know about anything else, does he? And it's just like, oh, shut up, you titty. Stop being a pain in the bum. <laughs> He's just Shut a, up, you titty. He's just a titty. Um, but I, I must admit, in a, in a strange sort of way, I was quite happy that Cardiff had scored first because it gave us an opportunity to wipe that smug little file off his big titty face, didn't it? <laughs> um, and, I, I mean, the, the player that came afterwards, do you think we managed to do that or do you think Colin will be quite happily smug with the point he's taken away from us this evening? I bet, I bet he's absolutely smug about it now, given that literally from... No, it wasn't actually from the moment they scored, <laughs> but it, it was from the, from the moment where it looked like we were in trouble, i.e. injury to Westwood, goal down, etc., uh, etc. Et we then started absolutely hammering them. It, the, 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 the last 10 minutes of the first half, I don't think they mentioned Cardiff once. It was just floods of attacks from Wednesday. Uh, you know, and it was an example of um, how we played at our best last year. And unfortunately, there wasn't really the end product because we could have overwhelmed them. It, we could have been three, four uh, up before half time, and as it happened, you know, we didn't. But uh, it was it was complete dominance. And for all the bluster, uh, you know, for an early goal, which which every, any team, especially teams that are struggling, need, uh, you know, for all of that. 
the Cardiff fans were very, very quiet because we kept them quiet. And I think it was a very impressive performance by us. And I think it, all it did was highlight the issue that we've got perhaps this season is that we don't really have that cutting edge. And it's it's a worry because we're not scoring as many goals as we probably deserve. Um, and, and for all the shuffling of the pack, we don't seem to have an answer yet. But um, no, we, we, we absolutely mullered them, didn't we, after that goal? Absolutely, we did. Absolutely. Now, a chap that hopefully um, we can get I on the line. I think we're ringing James. This could be very exciting. Oh, here we go. Here he is. Hello. James, the old boy. I believe you're um, uh, in a pub in Cardiff somewhere. You are live on the Wednesday week. Please do swear. <laughs> Please feel free to swear. James, I believe you're in a pub in Cardiff somewhere, literally just after the game. I, I am literally in a pub, literally after the game. All of that is true. <laughs> and are you literally in Cardiff as well? I am, yeah. It's. Um, I'm going to be honest, it's shit. It's really <laughs> shit in Cardiff. Cardiff what in general, or that particular establishment? Uh, the place I'm right now is actually not bad. Uh, the rest of Cardiff, I can confirm, is shit. <laughs> So, uh, we've just been having a bit of a natter about the, the game this evening. Of course, you've been there. We were just saying that, well, Colin's a bit of a titty. Uh, but barring that, obviously, after seeing the game, what were your thoughts on the whole thing? I thought we played really, really well. I thought that it was it was, um, it was was ours for the taking. We, we come away probably a little bit disappointed to have not won the game. Um, I, I thought that, to a man, we played really, really well. Um, we probably should have taken the lead in the first half. Um, it's a bit disappointing that we come away thinking that we we sort of nicked a point because it, it should have been it should have been wrapped up to be fair. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, obviously the we've not seen the whole thing just yet, and, and I've listened to the game this evening. But the the Abdi performance seems to be sort of causing a few waves. What do you think of him in the first half? Uh, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I didn't really notice him. Uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't like. Uh, Kieran Lee, I took a lot of notice of. Uh, he, he was he was definitely the game. I thought that Abdi was quiet, um, didn't didn't do a lot to get um, to get noticed. Uh, I'm not I'm not surprised he went off at half time. Um, yeah, it, it was uh, it didn't do anything wrong. This this is the story of Abdi's Wednesday career. To be fair, he didn't do anything wrong. He just didn't do anything to get noticed. When when the change was made, and obviously Fessy came on, did, did did you feel a bit more confident in the team? Yeah, I thought I thought second half it was um, it was kind of like the Wednesday that we know. It was um, yeah, I, I, I come away from that game feeling disappointed to have not won, and I think I was based basically on the second half performance. I thought I thought that we were really good second half. It was it was ours for the taking. If we hadn't have if if we if we'd have lost that game. That it was ours to lose, if that makes sense. Um, I think Fessy made a massive difference at half time. Uh, just generally, second half, we, we we played a lot better. And I thought it, it was it was um, yeah, it was ours to take in the second half. We should have won that game. Was it a bit of a, a strange sight seeing Adam Reach playing up front? Because for a period, it looked like Carlos had lost it completely and just had decided to throw any kind of shit into the formation and see what happened. Did that happen? Did, you know what? Was Reach actually playing up top? I, I, we, we were trying to figure this out because we, we were looking at it, trying to work out where Kieran Lee was playing. And we were like, K 
Kiralee's playing on the left. Like, he, he started as a right back and then he moved into central midfield and now he's playing on the left. What the fuck is going on? And then we worked out that Reach was playing in the middle. We were like, I, I, I appreciate trying to confuse the opposition, but trying to confuse your own fans is a bit weird. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? It, 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 was, it was weird. Um, yeah, it, it, made, it made no sense. Like, our, our formation in the first half was confusing. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure there was logic to it. I'm sure they'd kind of, like, talked about it in trading and they'd, they'd thought about it. But, yeah, play, playing Reach as number 10, but playing um, Kieran Lee on the left... Probably not the right way to go. What, what did you guys think? We're, we're... Yeah, we only listened, to be fair, so we weren't there. Yeah, but I, I mean, I've been drinking since four, so so uh, listening on the radio is probably about the same level that I'm at now. So, <laughs> well, this 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 is going to be my point, James. Oh, You've been there in Cardiff. Hello, yeah. there he is. Is he on? I can't, I can't let this go. I can't let this Look go. Look at so you've got everyone minute. on tonight. You've got every fucking white <laughs> on tonight, haven't you? I sneaked and there's me in fucking Cardiff. I was going to say, you're, there you are in a different country. Hang on. Can you hear me now? Do you know what, what? time is fudge, it there? I, what just, time is just it there? Just for you, Fudge. I took, I took a photo of Pop World in Cardiff just for oh, you. Grin. I'll send it to you later. That was nearly a Costa Coffee, that, that venue. I can tell you all about it. Do you, do you want to pick a man of the match? I'll, I'll ask Tom who's with it. Tom. Tom, who would you pick as man of the match? I, can, I feel, I feel like there should be some music I, I here. I think right? I would. For the yeah, second yeah, game in a row, I would think I would go David Jones. I thought David Jones was oh, solid tonight. I think he's played two brilliant games and he's, uh, he's, he's proven the point about how we need uh, a really good defensive midfield player for us to do well. What's, what's, he, um, what's he got in his locker? Hey! Did you hear that, kids? I'm available all week. <laughs> with, with, with the Wednesday out down there, Joe, is, is there a good feeling down there at the moment? Are, are people seem to be generally happy with what's going on? Yeah, I thought I, in terms of like the fans, I thought we we, we were uh, we were positive throughout. I thought the atmosphere in the second half was brilliant. Uh, you know, it, it's it's always like the the away atmosphere is always different to a home atmosphere, and it certainly didn't feel like there was anyone that got a bit of a down about it. I thought that. Um, it was it was all dead positive. That, I must admit, even listening on the radio, the, uh, the fans just didn't stop sitting. You're sort of crammed into an odd little corner as well, weren't you, up there? Nobody thought it was going to the corner. Um, sorry, that's terrible. That's even worse. Well, obviously Cardiff do. <laughs> but do you know what? I mean, they did, they did this. Uh, I've never done this before. Where, where we got up to the top of the stairs and we showed them our ticket, and they went, "Yeah, just sit where you want." Oh. Right. So there was no kind of like. <laughs> like yeah, Chesterfield just, all over yeah. again. Now, yeah, absolutely. Just fuck it. Just sit where you want. Doesn't matter. One thing that did seem impressed with Jay was the uh, the halftime beverage arrangement at Cardiff. I noticed you popped a little tweet out there saying how wonderful it was. Oh, don't, don't get me started. It, it was. It was superb. I mean, seriously, superb. So um, I came down on forty-two because we were losing at halftime. So forty-two is fine. And um, yeah, I got down to to the bar bit. And they got like like metal sort of gates, so you had to like wind your way through the little gates. And when you got there, and I said, so they actually sold their own beer, so it was uh, it was like a, a smooth something or other. So I said two pints of that. And before I got the money out of my pocket, they put the pints down because they'd already got them pre-poured. I actually took a photograph of, of behind the, the the bar where they got like four drinks on sale, 
and they got like 10 pints of each already poured out. It was just perfect. So I went down on 42. I got served 44. I had to stand there for six minutes waiting for Tom to come down so I could <laughs> grab my drink so I could go for a fucking weed, which was also <laughs> perfect. And it for was, the sake honestly, of... they've got it. They've got it absolutely nailed on here. It was For the sake brilliant. of contrast here... Let's let's examine the same situation as it happens in the North Stand. So uh, you're losing at half time. Um, so yep. we go down on 42. You're probably queuing yep. by 43. The beer runs yep. out on 59. So you get <laughs> yep. a pint a pint of a beer that you don't want on 66. Uh, yep. It takes till 74 to drink it, and then you go back up just in time to see Kieran Lee score in the 96th minute. <laughs> You missed you missed out the bit on about seventy where a girl goes, uh <laughs> <laughs> What do you do at half time? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's literally got no context at all. <laughs> what the hell was that, that was supposed to be like a confused voice where you, where you say like, um, have you got any beer left? Uh <laughs> not like a sexual sort of thing where I was gonna say, I spent every half time with you and I've never seen that um, right, Jay, so thanks ever so much. Are you staying for a bit or are you off having a, a beverage now, Bobby? Uh, no, we're, we're in a pub now. Um, I think we've got three or four pubs to do um, and we're going to be out to about one-ish. We're best to let you get on, then, Jay. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for popping in the series, Jay. It's a pleasure. Please don't broadcast any of this because I'm really drunk, so I'll not remember any of it. No, we'll put it for the blooper reel at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> well done, James. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love See you. Later, all the best, mate. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> Whether you're celebrating a birthday, a wedding or anniversary, maybe you've passed your driving test or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catch Bar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium. To inquire about hiring us for your function, call 07989 856 054 or 0114 232 6121. So anyway, kids, how's it going? How's the night been? You all right? I've been working. My apologies. I, I, I didn't have the opportunity to uh, record it from the office as per usual. We've done, we've done all serious stuff. We're into, we're into just freeform just banter now, aren't we? Oh, brilliant, yeah, brilliant. Anyway, my, uh, my, new boss <laughs> has been texting, my new boss, Andy, has been texting me of late. I promised I'd give him a shout. And uh, and all of a sudden, obviously, as, as him and I have got to know each other, um, he, if the Wednesday don't win, I think I kind of owe him money. I think that's how it works. Because he, <laughs> he texts me and says, are you going to win today? And I go, of course we are. We're all Wednesday, aren't we? And when we don't... I think I feel. I, I think I have to pay him this money back. I think that's. I think that's. That's how, how our relationship's going to work. You know what I mean? So, uh, so Andy, nah, you know, how's it going? All right. I promise I won't say fuck or bugger while I'm while I'm running that venue. Cheers. This could be a rather expensive season for you, Fudgy. All beans. It's, it's going to be, isn't it? It's going to be. <laughs> He's going to come and see me every Saturday evening and go, "Well, you, you owe me forty quid now, Dan, because you fucked up this accumulator." <laughs> Sorry, boss. Yeah. <laughs> So, so now James has popped off, let's be a little bit naughty, shall we? And let's have a quick look at the table because the point that we gained this evening from our heroic draw against a calling team has uh, popped us up into the playoff spots. And the, the table is starting to take a little bit of shape now because there's only sort of seven teams that have achieved the uh, the 20 points mark at the moment. So 
again, looking at this start we had last season, because we weren't anywhere near this kind of form last season, can we start to be a little bit optimistic now about maybe even pushing for that top two spot? Because yeah, yeah. no, it's gone. Let's not it's gone. let's not go there. Let's just. Like, I'm not booking anything for that weekend in May. You want just me to? in case. Of course, you never know what happens. Yeah, but... Oh, I, I tell you what, listen, Vic, booking off what? work anyway, and if uh, if we don't get there, me and you will go skeggy. <laughs> we've got a caravan. <laughs> oh, it's like Alan Partridge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can't, I can't cope with it again. I can't cope with playoffs. What, I can't why, with what's all that shit. Oh, again, you get... Whoa, whoa, my girlfriend listens to this. What, you, not... what do you mean you can't cope with it again? We, we, we haven't, Sean, Sean, we've not done a weekend in Skegness. It's, it's just bants. <laughs> but no, I can't. I can't do it again. I can't. I'm That's sorry, Sheffield I mean. Wednesday. It's got to be one thing or the other. I we can't need to do, do it again, because this season we're well, going to be pushing for top two. Are we? Are we really? Or are we oh. putting too much pressure on ourselves? Should we just say, do you know what? It didn't happen last year. Let's rebuild. Regel this year. Cohes. Yeah, Cohes again. See what happens, and then next year we'll go automatic. I'm quite happy this year to save five, six, seven hundred quid and not go to London. I can't. <laughs> and my heart. I just. I, I can't do it. I can't. Let's just. Oh, it's either the, automatic or it's nothing. Carl. I, but I had the best day. I didn't care. At, at the end lovely. of the day, it was a lovely day. But <laughs> I, I haven't paid my mortgage. <laughs> In oh, yeah. June. <laughs> yeah, so, some things are more important, to be fair. Like, you know what I mean? But no, I think we, as far as the league's concerned, it's going to take... Uh, it's looking like Norwich and Newcastle are starting to get their... Uh, find their form and, and, you know, they're starting to get their shit together. Um, Huddersfield, the wheels have finally fallen off. And like I said last week, you know, I'm glad that they've buggered off now because they were just invading a party that they weren't invited to. So I think what what's going to happen is by the end of the season is that we're going to have a top two... Uh, that have come down from the Premier League. Aston Villa have done. And it'll probably be uh, the same three teams that were in the playoffs last year and another one. You know what I mean? Maybe Villa. You never know. But I, I can't see much else happening, if I'm honest. I think um, we need to make sure we kick on and look after our own end and uh, listen to James when he says, don't look at the table till Christmas. But I'm glad that Huddersfield have fucked it up. <laughs> the, the, good, the good job is that for all of you, I um, have done some things with science, right? So I, I've used science to see into the future. Don't you so, be coming over here, Eddie, using facts and science on this show. <laughs> Abso- <laughs> no, absolutely. So, what, what I did, I went, I've gone through the rest of the uh, fixtures for the, for the rest of this season, right? And I have used uh, science to uh, predict the result. And I don't want to give too much away, but Wednesday finishes champions having won every one of the, the remaining games. And, and that's what, what so, Brian Cox, everybody. Is it, I, I'm intrigued as to what this science is. This, this science, do you play it on a PlayStation 4? No, 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 it's not. No, what I did, what I did was um, I uh, realised that, that what I want to happen should happen. And so science, <laughs> science has a way of doing the right thing. So if I want it to happen, that's the right thing. That is science, and science cannot be stopped. And so, therefore, we win every game between now and the end of the season, uh, and we, we get promoted. So I'm not even worrying about it anymore, to the point where <laughs> I'm, I'm even going to a wedding in Santorini. 
uh, and I'm flying out the day of the playoff final. That's, that's I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is oh. to the point where I've, I've just dropped uh, the best part of two grand on a 10-day holiday to Santorini. So, uh, oh. yeah. Really? So, so basically, what I'm saying is I've got science on my side. Fate, bring it on. <laughs> you, you, you can't just say science. You can't, you can't, you can't just bandy around the word science like, like you know, because I've said so. Science, bitch. Do you know what I mean? Come to, think, come to think about it, I did get a D in biology GCSE. So I might I might not have thought this through. But, but I, I like your optimism, Ed. I like your optimism. Shit. Like you've gone, don't need playoff final, going on holiday. Are these good friends of yours that are organising weddings in early May? They're, they're that good that I've had sex with both of them. Oh, well, oh, oh, well, you can go for a, uh, you know. Oh, my uh, God, there's so uh, much sex tonight. A post, a pro, you know, post, post wedding, you know, menage a trois. You can be the lucky Pierre in the middle. <laughs> if, it's, if it's two blocks, you can make a daisy chain. <laughs> I'm, now just saying, I'm now just saying gay practices that I've read in Viz now, aren't I? Uh, possibly, Obin, possibly. Um, right then, ladies and gents, let's crack on with some Wednesday news, shall we? Uh, first thing on the agenda, we do have to say congratulations to Mr. Fletcher because it does seem they have a new addition to the family, which is brilliant. Um, we're just a little bit careful about this because obviously before the Uddersfield game when Fletcher wasn't on the team sheet and, and everybody was wondering where he was, um, it was all lovely, but, but Carlos did kind of scare us all a little bit. He said Fletcher wasn't here due to a family health problem. Now, I'm hoping that means that Obviously, mother and baby are doing terribly well, and there's no actual issues there. Obviously, uh, Fletcher wasn't there tonight, which is, is perfectly understandable. Um, but uh, fingers crossed, everything's okay. And uh, congratulations, Fletch. And uh, uh, clearly, a little girl deserves a really strong name like Lord Hillsborough, I think would be a perfect name. Fudge. Victoria. <laughs> I really hope they've called her Victoria. That Victoria so. Fudge Fletcher. Yes. Oh, my God, we could have our own Fudge. Yeah. Yeah, I always, I always think that if if you're called Fletcher and you're a footballer and you have a child, you're missing out by not calling it Carl. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell you what, hey, ninety nine percent of my Facebook friends won't get that reference. Oh, like like that. and share if oh, you do. Till I die. Uh, yeah, exactly. Come on, you dragons. <laughs> I hated that program. I hated it. I, I, I really hated it. That I, is so I, no. disrespectful to me and Eddie. So I'm hyperventilating with anger. You live for that show. Live for it. I bet you're the dragon slayer, aren't you? You're no, the one on the forums, the dragon you slayer. bastard. Yeah, that's me. That's, that's me. That's me. Are we still recording? Oh, there's a reference. Nobody else will get Eddie. Just me and you. All over that. In all, in all seriousness, let's uh, rewind to the, the Christmas of 2002. Um, I bought my wife a, a an actual Carl Fletcher uh, number nine Harchester jersey. That I, Jesus. I, in all, in all I honesty, have a Harchester shirt somewhere, definitely. Yeah. I, I, Didn't we buy one for Tom? Uh, was it Harchester? Was it Worksop Town? One of them. Oh, we bought him a Worksop Town one. I thought we got him a Harchester one. Same thing. Oh. Both, both bullshit teams. <laughs> 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 oh, we just got this and it's fine. <laughs> um, right then, legend. So next little bit of Wednesday news. Of course, uh, some rather sad news actually. Um, especially, should we say, for Mister uh, Mister C. 
um, the king of Thailand, uh, apparently the longest serving monarch in the world, um, unfortunately passed away. So, um, as a mark of respect, you may have noticed at the uh, the Huddersfield game, Wednesdays were wearing uh, black armbands, and of course the flags at Hillsborough have been flying at half mast, and I believe will continue to do so until the uh, the QPR game as well. So, um, yeah, it's been a bit of sad news. That uh, obviously, uh, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know what your guys' views on the monarchy are, but I'm sure if it was a our darling, oh. darling, 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 dear Queen, who I could not be more of a fan of, um, passed away, I, I would be terribly, terribly devastated. Oh, we, we'd all, we'd well, all be hey. happy if James died, wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Have I made a grave misunderstanding? Anyway, <laughs> my lord, I am the biggest royalist ever. Ever, I freaking love our royal family, and do you know what? Like, I there are so many arguments, aren't there? There are the Daily Mail readers, there are the independent readers, there are so many people in between, um, who don't believe in a royal family and whatever else. But at the end of the day, that guy has led Thailand for so many years now. Like, God bless her, Queen Liz is now the longest serving monarch ever. Um, but it's you know, it's a really, really sad time, and I'm sure you know the amount of people that are turning the nose up at it won't turn the nose up at two days of mourning, heaven forbid, when our queen dies. So I think it's brilliant that we're we're standing by and we're saying, yeah, do you know what? Flags at half mast, you know, elephants on the back, whatever we're going to do for it. Um, I think that's brilliant. I think we totally need to do that. I think, and as well with not got to forget the commercial side of this like mr chanceri is pushing us out into thailand we are a big team now in thailand people have heard of us people are wearing the shirts and whatever else so if we show that we're showing respect to their king or late king i think that's a really really good thing and i don't i don't i love understand. that i love i love that you know that they're not like a1 big in scandinavia sheffield wednesday big in thailand you know what I mean? Like with some has been football, uh, you know, has has been early two thousand band that released Caught in the Middle. I enjoy it. <laughs> but no, it's it's a, it's a lovely, lovely mark of respect from the club, and 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 I think Leicester obviously doing a similar sort of thing, um, because their owner is Thai as well. And I think it's it's nice and respectful um, that the club should do it, and maybe some of the fans should follow it as well. Um, right then, ladies and gents. So, um, a bit of uh, news, Vix. Now, we did sort of uh, brush over this a little bit last week, but you've been rather excited about a little do that we're having, aren't you, my darling? Oh, a little do. I love a little do. A yes. bit of a do. A bit of a do. So, the I believe it's the 17th of December. Is that right? That's right. Yes. So, we are having a party. Hiya. Um, at the Riverside Cafe. So we have teamed up with our friends, The Cop End, um, who are a big group on Facebook. They're on Twitter as well. Um, and we are hosting a party, a Christmas party. And we're going to have, hopefully, karaoke, DJ, hopefully some ex-players or legends or whatever there. Um, but to be fair, I'll be there. So what more do you need? Um, and it's we're charging a fiver to get in, right? But every profit that we make from that night, and I say profit loosely, because I pretty much I'm hoping that every penny, but we may well have to pay for a DJ. Unless someone's a DJ and karaoke oh, person who's listening definitely. that could come along for free. 
Um, we're going to give it all to the Sheffield Wednesday Community Partnership, um, which obviously supports a lot of young people around Sheffield, gets them into football, gets them into education, whatever else. Um, but we're hosting this party, and it's £5, so you can find it on Eventbrite. The links are on our Facebook and on the Cop End. So please, please book your tickets. I've booked mine. Uh, have you guys booked yours? I don't know if you have. You do realise that you have to have a ticket, toga, don't you? Toga, 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 Is it a toga party? We've never no. had a toga party at the Wednesday. We can, if you want to wear a toga, Eddie, you can wear a toga. I might, I, I, I'm going to bring the toga party back. It okay. was very much It was very much a thing back in the day. You, you do that. Eddie's going to wear a toga. So for £5, you can see Eddie in a toga and have cheap beer, a great bar, a great party. Lots of Wednesday chat. Hopefully we'll have beaten Rotherham and we'll raise loads and loads of money for charity. Well, to be fair, I mean, we've been doing this nonsense a long time now, haven't we, boys and girls? And it'd be lovely just to have a bit of a meet-up with some of the listeners. And the question, We know that there are lots and lots of people who listen to this podcast. We know the numbers. We can see you. But we don't get a huge amount of correspondence from a lot of the people that listen. So if you are one of those people, come and say hello. We'd really, 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 really like to, to, to have a little chat. And I'm sure that uh, Victoria and, uh, and James and everybody will all have us muffs out here, there and everywhere, won't we? So we can do a little bit for the podcast and if you want to be on by there'll all be means. muffs aplenty oh, my lord there'll be muffs and flying do you know everywhere. what just to put it out there now most of the people that have bought tickets so far that haven't been like me or Cleggy from the Cop End or a couple of others that are like podcasters or Cop End people have been people on their own that come into the game so why not just stick around afterwards book a cheap hotel stay in Sheffield have a good night out with everybody that's going to talk about stuff you want to talk about and have a good night that's you know and it's all for charity for charity and we're also i'm hoping i don't know if you guys have agreed yet i'm sure the cop end will be fine but we're hopefully gonna have some buckets out as well for Haley's cancer appeal buckets so, and muffs oh i started that joke and can, and can we do that again <laughs> yeah, make, make yeah. jokes, make jokes while Vic's talking about cancer appeal. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I heard Bucket went steaming in with a gag, and then you uh, went cancer appeal. Uh, <laughs> let's do it again. Do it again. I think that was fine. Um, but no, I mean, it, 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 it's going to be a wonderful opportunity just to come and say hello. So, and if we make a bit of cash uh, in the process for various different charities, obviously, um, as Vic says. Haley's Cancer Appeal had some, some devastating news. I'm sure everybody's seen the, the video that Haley popped out here, there and everywhere. So if you can help with any way with that, please, please do so. Because it is utterly heartbreaking. They've had some, some not great news um, on that particular front. So And you'll find the details over there. So anything that we can do as, to help as a community um, that's not going to involve us shaving our hair off and having to look like Fessy, then we are more than happy to <laughs> Has anybody noticed how low Fessy's hairline is down his forehead? Like the the gap between his between his eyebrows, his eyebrows. And, his, and his and his and his head line, hairline is tiny. It's really weird because you. Start... Oh no! Fudge, Fudge has rebooted again. <laughs> like a oh no! Think... Fudge XP oh, is back. Oh, download iOS ten point one, everybody. <laughs> Fucking oh, Windows ninety eight. <laughs> 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 Unfortunately, Fudgy, before you came on this evening, we did have a bit of a chat about length and girth. We didn't quite stretch it to foreheads, but it's the same sort of principle. There's no need for you to be biased about the girth of somebody's forehead. Oh boy, it's, it's not important. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I am I am six foot two. Everything's in proportion. 
including my um, forehead. Oh, my. <laughs> You've got a massive forehead as well. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's huge. It, it's huge and all wrinkly. Your forehead. Unnoted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all it's all wrinkly. I was literally going to say, ask Richard's kid, but then that's just a weird gag to make because he calls me wrinkles. But then I realised we were doing Dublon Tangents. So, I, again, I reined it in. Yeah, that's growth, that is. <laughs> and, and another thing, Victoria, that we've been sort of hanging on for you to really go at as Ooh. well is our lovely new shop area because there's... Um, we have a shop! Another one! I know, yes, and this one's apparently a lot better, and it's ethical. So there's no, like, little kids stitching this shit up. Like, this is, like, proper stuff. Um, so if you log on to www.tewmill.co.uk, you can find T-shirts and hoodies and, uh, yeah, that's it, because we've taken everything else down. Tote um, bag. Do we not have tote bag? Oh, yeah, yeah, you cases. can have a tote bag, yeah. Yeah, there's a tote bag. There aren't any phone cases or um, tea towels anymore because no one bought them. So we got rid of them and put in more T-shirts. Um, but we have loads of, like, funny T-shirts that if someone sees you out, they might go, oh, my God, are you ready from the podcast? And you'd be like, no, but I'm wearing a shirt. So, yeah, buy one. Thanks. <laughs> I must admit, um, old, old Lord H has purchased a T-shirt, so he, uh, Old Lord H may well be at a football stadium near you rather soon in a Wednesday Hasn't week. Hasn't he bought has he really? a T-shirt that you've bought, my Yes, he, he, obviously, myself and Old Lord H have impeccable taste, and uh, for the podcast, we have ordered T-shirts as well. It just so happens that we have ordered exactly the same shirt. So um, if you oh. see a couple of bookends walking down with top hats on, if, if the top hats don't give away, the t-shirts will, which is going to be brilliant. I've not won. The we should have done like top hats. We should. Can we get top hats on this website? We should. Have Fudge, done top do you hats. want to find us a shop that does top hats? Because I swear yeah. to God, right, I, I <laughs> worked my arse off building this shop. <laughs> and do you know what? You've got your own shirt on you. What does your shirt say on it? It says bar. That's what it says. Exactly. So you can buy a bar t-shirt for like. Nineteen pounds or something, but it is oh, ethical. Jesus. That's the whole. Shut up! It's, a, it's an ethical bosh. Ethical. It's an ethical bosh. Fudge, give us an ethical bosh. Bosh. <laughs> I, I think that was a more middle class bosh. To be fair, that was a. That was a. Wasn't you know. it? It wasn't more. <laughs> uh, bosh. Yes, that was a jazz club off a fast show bosh, wasn't it? That one. Great. Bosh. Uh, bosh. Eth- ethical Bosch is no first stop the fracking Bosch Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a more ethical Bosch. <laughs> Here's a question. Where would you find all of the following in one place? Chairs, tables, beer, Vic, James, more beer, Dickyow, Eddie, more beer, and the rest of the Wednesday week gang. That's right, it's the Riverside Cafe's new outside bar. All of your favourite lagers, ciders, soft drinks and hand pump ales are now available outside. Come and see the gang and give it a try. The Riverside Cafe's new outside bar, now open on match days. Oh, right then, ladies and gentlemen, so the last little bit uh, for the show this evening. And of course, we uh, have some visitors to Hill. It seems like we've not been to Hillsborough for chuffing ages now, doesn't it? It seems to have been a really um, long week. But we've got QPR on their way to come and say hello. And... Um, QPR are a weird setup, aren't they? Because they're supposed to be doing really well, and they're not, are they? 
and it also seems that we're quite the, the start of a, a not great run for them because they've got a few nasty little games after us as well. Well, I, I mean, right, with QPR, I'm not worried about them. Chuck five grand in an envelope, Dapon. Mr. Chancery, pass it over to JFH. He'll stick it in his pocket. We'll get a 3-0 win. Don't you worry about it, allegedly. Allegedly. Thank, thank you, Pudgy. It's not. It's not <laughs> James who goes first, and it's all gone to shit because James is here. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's waiting for him to give an actual opinion, and we can just bounce off it. I think. I think <laughs> the point is right. QPR. It's going to be a great game, I'm sure. Whatever. But I'm more excited that I'm going to Eddie's house for tea afterwards. And you know what? We're, we're having fondue. It's going to of be the course most- you are! Of course you're that. having fondue! You middle-class skiing holiday bastard! Of course you're having fondue! <laughs> I, I was literally going to do a, are you having fondue gag? I was literally about to say it, and the, the gag I was going to do got, got preceded by Eddie. He absolutely beats it to the punch. Are you having Are you having little bits of bread dipping in oil with... Um, with vinaigrette in it, with uh, balsamic vinegar no, as well. No, it's just cheese. Cheese. It's just cheese Nothing fondue. Cheese. It's awesome. I can't Basically, wait to it's, it's the full 1970s style. So it's basically fondue. Darling Vianetta. Yeah, fondue, Vianetta, cheap white, <laughs> uh, hot tub, swinging, self-loathing. That's pretty much it. <laughs> And we Amazing. are going to do a live video as well. So, at which point? Is it at the fondue point? Um, or the probably post fondue. When, when, hot tub. Hot tub, I think, is a good shout. No, they'll, they'll, they're, when they're playing sugar rods in front of the fireplace after hot fondue. <laughs> and <a> little... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've become a terrible self parody, haven't I? I've just realised. Or maybe a she raz. <laughs> Yeah, but you, you say that, Eddie, but like every time I've been to your house, it's either been fondue or fillet steak. So it's bound to be one of the two. That's <laughs> so how I roll, you. boys. That's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there'll be a game against QPR, and I'm sure it'll be brilliant. Um, right then, ladies and gents, that's going to bring us to an end of this evening's proceedings. Victoria, my darling, if people would like to get hold of you over there on the social medias and find these wonderful fondue videos you're going to post, where can we do that, sweetie pie? Oh my god, they're going to be awful, aren't they? You can find me at Victoria1867 on the Twitter ridge. Fantastical. Eddie or Bean, if people want to find you over there on the Twitter arty, where can we do that? You can find me at Fondue Master 1867. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can find me. You can find me. Yeah. Oh, I should do. You can find me at Sausage Arms as always. We will be uh, at the Riverside ahead of the QPR game. Uh, and afterwards, you know what? If you're willing to bring some wine and your swimsuit, you can come and get involved. Fondue delicious. Um... <laughs> and your car keys. Just, just imagine, just imagine old John from the Boozer just turning in. Here, are you ready? I brought myself a key and can I get a yacht? John, yeah, I enjoy that. Dying robot. Very, can you hear me? Okay, by yeah, I said, have I, have I shut down? There's some quality fans of this. <laughs> it's some qu- quality robot banter, Fudgy. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs>
Brilliant. <laughs> I, I, are you driving again, by any chance, Obi? I, I am driving, yes. <laughs> I, I am on a hands-free set, yes. I'm trying to get home from Bournemouth, and the signal is pish. Um, but yes, normally, if you want to get hold of Eddie at this time of year, he's normally on a skiing holiday, but between the months of May and September, he's in Tuscany at some vineyard talking about skiing holidays and eating fondue. Is that right? I tell you what, haters going to hate, aren't they, Fudge? Haters going to hate. <laughs> So, so if people want to if people want to see a more sort of working class type of thing, yeah. If you want to see working class knob guys and videos of cats, uh, get 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 at Dan Fudge on on Twitter town. <laughs> oh dear. Um, of course, if you would like to um, follow me over there on Twitter, you can do that at Lord H. That's L zero R D underscore H. You can follow us as a podcast group uh, as well. <laughs> what the joke did that mean? And we can do that at TWWcast. Uh, before we do pop off this evening, um, we have had a little request, uh, ladies and gents, uh, from Craig Latham over there on Twitter, who is doing the zip wire over Hillsborough on the 12th of November. So if you would like to uh, throw a few shekels uh, Craig's way as well. He's doing that for the, the outside. What, the while he's on the zip wire? Can we what? stand underneath him and chuck, chuck pennies Just aim and fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Craig wouldn't mind. Um, I'm, I'm sure Eddie's got some Euros left over from the last time he was, uh, you know, in La Rochelle. No, I'll tell you what, I have. And you know what, when, when I took him out, they were worth about 150 quid. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> now... Now, now they're worth nine hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> That's the reason I'm feeling that smug right Britain. now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, if you would like to uh, to throw Craig a few shekels on or off the wire, um, he is doing this in aid of the the Alzheimer's Society, and you can do that over there at Just Giving forward slash fundraising forward slash Craig hyphen Latham one. So please do pop over there, and of course we'll stick that little link out from the podcast feed as well. Ladies and gents, it's been a pleasure, as always. I am terribly sorry for the quality of this evening's show. We are rather tired. The Cardiff game's <laughs> just finished. And to be honest, we're all just chuffed. But it has been a pleasure, as always. Be good, be safe, and we shall see you real soon. <laughs> <laughs> that one sounded good. Sorry, I'll say that again. Saying they did put a free kick into Orbitz, didn't he? Sorry, I mean, I've got a really dodgy connection. All, all I'm getting is... Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> so, obviously... Uh, that's, that's the most sense you've spoken all season, Lord. <laughs> so, when... So, Are we still recording? <laughs> The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. 
That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.